It's a big week when RHAP is on the road in Chicago. Check out my live show from Chicago. That's going to be up on Thursday, Wednesday night. Shannon Gus is going to be live with you with Kelly Wentworth after Survivor. And we preview the Dondi finale with Dealer No Deal Island host Joe Manganiello all right here on RHAP. We know reality TV. Hey everybody, what's going on? I'm Rob Sesternino, back again to talk with you about the week's most interesting news stories for the week of June 28th, 2022, here on News AF. If the story is buzzing like it's on crystal meth, it's about to be News AF. If the same old news makes you bored to death, it's time for some News AF. Yeah, that's right. News AF is here. Last News AF of June. Half of the year of News AF will be done after today. And here we are back together with the News AF team. First, a man who is Pickleball's top influencer. Of course, you can see him coming up in about a week's time. As yeah, one of the stars crazy, right? of the challenge CBS, here is Tyson Apostle. Whoop, whoop. It's actually the challenge United States of America. Yeah, I've been saying CBS. It's challenge USA. Okay. So that's, yeah. you see, it's confusing to me because it's, then I think, oh, this is going to be the challenge with all the stars from the USA network. Yeah, that's right. Oh, yeah. Like, where's Tony <laughs> Shaloub, Danny? I think, I think yeah. Where's Mike? Tony Shaloub, dude. Yeah. Uh, where's yeah that's wish yeah that's where's brecken meyer so i like to call it just so that we don't get anything confused i call it the challenge united states of america on the central broadcast system Mm -hmm. whoa what a title (laughs) yeah it's a mouthful in a bad way it's a lot but like you know you got to make sure that people know what's up Mm -hmm. and uh it's coming up in a week and yeah. CBS is letting me podcast it as we go through the season. So wow. the only insider info that will be available to mm-hmm. the pu- viewing what a benevolent public will institution. Be my yes. Podcast. Yes. Right? Certainly. So yeah. that's what everybody says. Yeah. Yeah. So well, nice. that, that's everybody, yeah, that's very very exciting. Too often you get yeah. such a benevolent corporate large corporate entity. entity. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Take care. Yes. Okay. So, uh, it's nice. where can people hear those uh, challenge recaps? They'll be on the Ringer Network, uh, which is on Spotify. It's it's on all podcatchers, but like I am, am you know, yeah. Go to Spotify. Yeah. If you can listen to Spotify it, Spotify pays the bills. Listen yeah. To it there. Yeah. yeah. Correct. Okay. Um, and then yeah, and now I'm in Utah. I'm traveling, and uh, just got here. We drove. From Arizona to Utah, thought we'd take a road trip. Stopped in Vegas for a day, just oh. to cut it in half, and then here, to which is not the true half. On the dashboard. Mm-hmm. It was probably cooler well, in Vegas. You're like, oh, this is nice. Than Mesa, it was so very refreshing. It was very yeah. refreshing. Yeah, <laughs> I actually, while I was driving through the desert, I took note of any time it was over 105 because I was like, if it's under 105, I could survive for a long time in this heat, mm-hmm. but. When it starts pushing 110, that's when it gets hot. And I was like, my threshold has changed because in Utah, uh, it's like at like 95, you're like, this is unbearable. Mm-hmm. Now I'm at like 105. I've pushed 10 degrees, which is pretty impressive that my body is still adapting and adjusting. And oh I think gosh, this is body. what evolving. Mm-hmm. Yo, you're yeah. the next step in evolution. I probably am, dude. Mm-hmm. It'll be your Anyways. it'll be your uh future descendants who like can live on Mercury or <laughs> yes. yeah, Venus exactly. or something without suits. Well yes. they say we'll the that you know, the older folks, later days, uh as they get older, like the heat doesn't bother uh as as much. That's why they go to Florida and Arizona. Is that I think it's because you uh, you, lo- you lose your brown fat. Mm-hmm. Is that true? Is that why? Yeah. Brown Damn. fat is your insulating fat, and as you get older, the brown fat disappears. How do hmm. I get more brown fat? Yeah, uh, I would say to eat more brown things. Okay. Is that right? Just an idea. <laughs> okay, cannibalism. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So we drove. I hate driving, but 
we decided to do a road trip out here to Utah. I think it's 11 hours total. Yeah. And we are in a really pretty spot up at uh, my parents' ranch. Uh, 9,000 feet elevation. Whoa. Which is oh, nice. Wow. And yeah, it was nice and chilly last night. It was quite enjoyable. So you don't care for driving. Famously, Correct. you you hate flying. Have you compared the two? Flying. Yeah. Yeah, both are trash. Uh, but I think that, and honestly, if you have the time with how often flights get postponed or pushed back or this or that or whatever, uh, it's almost, yeah, if the f- drive is under 10 hours, it's almost worth just driving rather than rolling the dice and flying. Rolling the dice, yeah. But, man... Yeah. Both of those are terrible ways to transport. I think I would like a teleporter. Teleporter. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Not there yet. What about drone? Uh, picked up by a swarm of drones and carried. Oh, you'd need a swarm of them? Like how many? Yeah. Swarm of drones, 100 drones. Like uh, they all drop a little tether. You tie them all over you and your family and then it picks you up and carries you mm-hmm. to your destination. I don't mind that. If the, we were inside somehow, like a bubble. No, That'd no, you're cool. not inside anything. You're tied. You're just being dragged. <laughs> okay. mm-hmm. Like a no, rescue I think operation. I'd have to, I think that with the weather and stuff like that, it might uh, might not be great. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you might be Icarus. Mm-hmm. Your like arms catch fire as you're taken up and mm-hmm. close, to, close the sun. to the sun. What, what if somebody else was driving the car, Tyson? Could you uh, prefer, prefer that? that? Yeah, yeah, I prefer someone else. Like a tour bus, drive. maybe. No, driving yes. is better. Like being the guy at the wheel is the best because then you're occupied. Time flies, I think, at the wheel. No, I'd Drives rather sit the in the back speed. and take naps and play on my phone. Oh yeah, the nap. Yeah, that's a good. That's true. Mm-hmm. If you're a napper, that's the way to travel. Yeah. yeah. Are you Sedated. not a napper? No, I can't nap, especially with someone else at the steering wheel. I just assume they're going to kill me, so I need to all eyes on deck. Be alive for your death. Hands on deck. Yeah, I mean, I'll monitor you. them. <laughs> Just so when you die, you can be fully aware of what's happening. Yeah. Yeah. So my last words can be like, you were a dick. Or why did you kill me? You suck at driving. Yeah. Well, I think you'd be very confused after you are dead of like, uh, well, I was fine and I went to sleep and I guess something must have happened. Yeah. That's. It's like, I wonder how, I wonder how, what happened. That's what I'm saying. Because I don't know if they tell you. you. Yeah. You go up and you're like, where am I? Mm-hmm. And they're like, you're home, son. Mm-hmm. The devil would yeah. really enjoy telling you what happened. You fell asleep yeah. <laughs> while your friend was driving. What did you think was going to happen? <laughs> you hadn't repented for any of your sins. And I knew it was my time to strike. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. Well, wow. here's the man who will never close his eyes while you are at the wheel. Here he is. <laughs> it's Danny Bryson. That is actually a very true point because one time I had been awake for almost two days mm-hmm. yeah. and we were driving back uh, from Washington State and I w- had been driving, but I had started to hallucinate and they, they found me driving like 35 miles an hour down I-15. And so someone said, hey, you know what? Maybe I should drive. I said, that's a good idea. So I sat in the passenger seat and they said, what happened for the next two hours is I would wake up asked the same question because I thought I was keeping the driver awake and then I would fall asleep. And I did that for two hours all the way to my house. Yeah. And then I slept for like a day and a half. So is there, I know that famously you will not accept homemade goods into your home from, Mm -hmm. is there, but I think there is a short list of people that you will actually allow to, uh, you'll ingest their home homemade goods is uh there a driver that you trust enough to close your eyes even for a smidgen yeah yeah i would say all my long-term friends i'd probably close my eyes christoph at the wheel yeah uh, yeah actually I, although christoph christoph does drive kind of erratically so maybe not yeah but christoph. he's a pilot so like yeah but he's probably, probably just like half-assing it when he's on a, like a via land vehicle yeah he's like <laughs> This is nothing like these a are so easy. <laughs> it's so easy. I can yeah. do this with my eyes closed. 
Look, watch pilot engaged. Yeah, watch this. I'm going to drive with my elbows, Danny. Whoa, that's cool. His knees. Mm-hmm. He only drives with his knees in vehicles because they're so easy to drive. Mm-hmm. Yep, He's a seriously. badass. So, mm-hmm. yeah, that, that's my policy on driving with people. What about And Rob? I just did a long drive. I just drove all the way down from Washington State on Sunday. So. Mm-hmm. What? You got back from an adventure? Yeah, yeah I got. Did went you climax? To, and ski- or pe- or yeah, peak? I, I climaxed. Peak? I peaked all over Rainier. Mm-hmm. We skied from the mm-hmm. summit down uh, the northern uh, glacier Emmons. And I, and if you see me licking my lips, because again, yeah. once again, I've badly sunburned my lips. Oh no! You got to yeah. put sunscreen on there, bud. Please be careful, Danny. No, I do put sunscreen. I reapplied three times. I think what I need zinc. is Probably clown makeup. Stuff. Yeah, the zinc stuff. Yeah. yeah. Hmm. Okay. You'll you'll figure it out one day when uh, your lips actually have to get removed. <laughs> oh no! <laughs> then I'll figure it out. The, the actually the secret was to have my lips removed and replaced with some kind of bionic ma- nano carbon material. Mm-hmm. I don't think that's going to happen. I think it's going to be replaced with like pig butthole or something mm-hmm. like that. Yeah, some animal part, the closest thing to human lips. Right, yeah. right. Maybe if you're lucky, they could do like what they did to regrow that guy's phallus. Maybe they can grow like lips on your arm maybe one day. No, I think Tyson's right. I think uh, pig anus is probably the closest material mm-hmm. for human lips. Mm-hmm. Oh, it hurts to smile. It hurts mm-hmm. to smile. It's not it, when, no more funny jokes. Lip, the rest yeah. of the podcast. <laughs> if, you, if you had pigatus lips, you'd be able to laugh and smile, no problem. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> no more serious from here on out. Okay, all right. Okay. Well, maybe it's time to revisit the origin story of Danny and Tyson's storybook friendship. Now, I, Tyson, you've you've talked about uh, before about how like you you first met Danny. Did you notice uh, any sort of uh, unusual scent that first attracted you to uh, perhaps becoming friends with Danny? Musk? I mean, I don't know. Uh, Not really. No, Tyson, it was. We were both biking and we We were were both both sweating. We were both ejaculating pheromones all over the place. Mm -hmm. All the time, yeah. But there's like, there's a pretty consistent smell among people who sweat that much all the time and it's not like body odor or anything but it is like you definitely be like oh man the this is like you can almost be like oh this is a group of cyclists i can smell them but mm-hmm. yeah but i was one of those too so i don't know probably though probably subconsciously there was something okay well yeah that okay maybe the, you you two are onto something because that according to a new study published in the journal Science Advances, uh, they found yeah. that people with similar body odors are more likely to hit it off as friends. Oh, wow. I like so it. So you think all three of us up, are in mm-hmm. You line up um, in a lot of ways, beliefs, activities, and now we know that you also line up with smells. And it sounds like I think all of us are probably olfactic pleasure centers. Like that's the odor we put off. Yeah. And it's like we've mm-hmm. just found each other in a sea of smells. You know what I was thinking about yeah. today was that, you know, pleasure we live centers. in a world where, you know, so much of now what we do uh, after the pandemic is sort of like virtual, remote, over Zoom. Imagine you were, so, you were blessed with incredible pheromones. You were blessed to be... Mm-hmm. An incredibly smelly person. You go places, people are just, they, they, they fall, like head over heels. People want to be your friends. People want to date you. It's incredible. And now, on the other end of the computer screen, you're, it's sort of like your Terrible greatest, yeah, potential. your greatest talent and, and, and skill and gift is being wasted. So you th- is there a mechanism Mm-hmm. Plug it into your USB yep. on your computer and yep. then hook it up to like the top of your screen corner. It like latches on and then it pushes out <laughs> pheromones <laughs> into your per- the person's Yeah, face. like a Glade I'm plug-in. sure the Japanese are, wor- the Japanese yeah. are working on this. Yes. Sure. I mean, that's coming right after the taste stick, right, Danny? That's right. The flavor, the flavor pen. The flavor pen. To the smell, mm-hmm. the smell spurter. Mm-hmm. And the TV screen. The TV screen that... uh you lick. Mm-hmm. Mm, delicious. Yeah. 
this is gonna be great. Full There's immersion. a lot of stuff going on. Yeah, yeah. So it's been a tough time for all of the like uh, really great pheromone people uh, these last couple of years. Uh, but it really seems as though that people seek friends who are similar to themselves. And I guess, uh, Danny, from an evolutionary perspective, does this make sense? Do you want to, and uh, not S-C-E-N-T-S, uh, but d- does this make sense that like from <laughs> like, uh, if we're going back to like uh, the early days of humans, like w- would you want to be friends? Because I feel like that, it seems like that people that smell like you would have like a similar genetic makeup from what we understand about evolution. Wouldn't you be sort of more drawn to people who have sort of like the opposite smells of you? Or is that only maybe for a mate? No, I think, I think that you would want to be drawn to strong, awesome bros. (laughs) The best (laughs) way to be drawn to them is by matching their scent. Like Tyson's out there in the caveman world with his alpha male uh, pheromones just Mm -hmm. drifting Mm -hmm. in the air. Naturally, I'm going to catch a whiff and follow that scent trail subconsciously right to Tyson and instantly become his best friend. Yeah. And because he'll smell my alpha male uh, bro moans as well. Mm -hmm. And it's like best friends. Yeah. Tyson, is it that you're familiar with the bromones? Well, is that is that what it is? Where it's like, oh, this reminds me of me, so I like it. <laughs> yeah, I, that's that's a good point. Yeah, this reminds me of me. I'm comfortable with this smell because I'm familiar. I mean, with I've it. always said like, if I could marry myself, why wouldn't I? But so maybe something along those lines. Uh, but I think that it's you're just. I don't think that it's. Uh, I don't think that it's a familiarity, but maybe it is. But maybe like your lifestyle is kind of what also adds those fruity notes to your pheromones, et cetera. Oh, I and love so maybe, notes. maybe it's the lifestyle that it dictates the actual scent of your pheromones a little bit. Cause Danny's out in nature, just like soaking it up and then ejecting it through every pore of his body at some point. So in in terms of uh, doing some experiments and what they did was that they ended up uh, using uh, people's T-shirts and uh, they analyzed the chemical composition. They did something called an electronic nose uh, and they were able to determine um, that uh, the people who were um, had a sense of friendship. Um, I'm trying to find the exact uh, part of this um, uh, where a sense of friendship was formed before extensive biological uh, biographical information was exchanged. Uh, they were able to determine who would be uh, friends with each other. So they took 17 strangers and had them interact with one another in a test called the mirror game, standing half mm-hmm. a meter apart so they could subconsciously smell each other. And then they were asked to mimic each other's hand movements for two minutes without talking to each other. Uh, and so, Weird. yeah. And what they determined was that the Enos successfully predicted mutual clicks in 77% of the cases that the electronic nose, which was able to determine like similar smells, was able to correctly predict who would want to be friends with each other. Wow. So imagine this. Experience. Danny, you've experienced an electronic yeah. nose at the Shanghai Museum. Oh, did I really? Do you remember that? <laughs> the Shanghai no, Museum I don't remember Natural the electronic History. nose. There's that giant nose on the wall that you put a like a plastic piece of broccoli under and it would be like broccoli. Oh, but, I vaguely remember that, yeah. But it wasn't it was not actually ingesting scent. It was just matching because there was like some thing built into the to the object and the nose that made you think that it was. I'm so also interested is, in the electronic nose because yes. it would be able at the first day of school to choose the right seating assignments for all the kids. Mm-hmm. Ooh. All right. Lifetime best friends right there. And prearranged friendships prearranged marriages prearranged mm-hmm. relationships yes. yeah prearranged exactly. everything seating assignments on planes oh, Less fighting. oh wow yeah. oh this is like incredible information so what if like the plane had like an algorithm mm-hmm. and it's like okay the people that smell this way should sit together yes 
Yeah. I mean, yes. and maybe you could opt in because I think that look, I don't think that people are going to like it so much. You tell them what what seat no, they have to have on the plane. Uh, but it's like a TSA pre-check, mm-hmm. so you can go in. They can like take a swab of your underarm mm-hmm. and Crotch. of your breath and of your crotch yeah. and all those areas. And then they put them all Maybe in. Maybe when they do then, the pat down, they can get this information. Yeah. You think do it on the flight? No, I think you have to opt into it. And then everybody who's opted in. Is yes, on the front you opt the in and it's like, yeah, okay, we have a special, like this this part of the plane is uh, for like, we're good. Like, trust us. We've got, look, look we're, we're an airline. Okay. We handle a lot of complicated in. things. We know what we're doing around here. We don't have any screw ups with big systems. Okay. Trust us. Yeah. Yeah. I'm in. <laughs> yeah, I'm in too. Yeah. Uh, because I have a section for people who don't want this. It's at the back. Yeah, the back. Mm-hmm. Yes, near the toilets. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. So that the toilet smell can cover up all their unknown pheromones <laughs> that haven't been cataloged. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, so, all right. I, um, I, I like it. We're animals, okay? Look, the, uh, people are uh, maybe more like other terrestrial mammals in this respect than we appreciate, according to this uh, study. Mm, I think if you would have told me this, I would have always believed it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Well, here's a study, uh, or uh, not even a study, a piece of news uh, that uh, got mm-hmm. sent to us from, from one of our listeners, Tara, who wanted to let us know about a reality show's cast that went hiking in triple-digit heat, just as Tyson was talking about before, and ended up in the hospital. So this involves uh, some some themes that the News AF panel knows a little bit about, uh, that there were eight hikers filming a Christian reality show near Phoenix, and they had to call mm-hmm. for rescue after running out of water in the triple-digit heat. I would have been okay. I would have been able to get all those guys mm-hmm. out of there. Uh, so we know about reality TV with you and me, Rob, yep. and Danny also. And Danny knows about TV. hiking on reality TV. And Christianity. Yes, yes. yes. <laughs> <Yeah>. Christian <laughs> expert. Yeah. And so uh, <laughs> they were filming a show called Bad Girls Gone God. Dude. <laughs> <laughs> this, I, and I didn't want to what? say anything to you guys. But I'm actually also on this show. Oh, coming out, yeah, yeah. and uh, it's gonna. Be What's really your exciting. role on this show? Because it says bad. I'm girls, one of the bad girls. God. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm one of the bad no, girls. Okay, mm-hmm. all right. Yeah, yeah. Okay, just getting uh, back uh, to my Christian uh, roots. Brides of Christ. Yes, and so they were hiking <laughs> out on the Echo Canyon Trail. Do you know this? Uh, Maricopa uh, County. Yeah, Echo Canyon Trail. I'm. I live in Maricopa County. Oh. Some of the hardest trails in they Phoenix. Were, happened, yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, hardest trails in Phoenix. Yeah. Do you think they right. took the bad girls out there and it's like, hey, if you think this is hot, if you don't, <laughs> if you don't change your ways, okay, this is this is nothing compared to where you're going, bad girls. <laughs> this is what get I used think, to right? it. Side by side comparison. I think if you're good at hiking, there's some type of correlation between how often you hike and how much of a not bad girl you are. So the less you hike, the greater chance you have of being a bad girl because you're occupying your time elsewhere. Hmm. Like Danny, look at he's so righteous. It's because he spends so Saintly. much time. Saintly. Spends mm-hmm. so much time in nature. Yep. Versus, you know. That's why, like, growing up, my parents, like, had me signed up for everything so I couldn't get in trouble. So these bad girls, they're like, let's take them hiking. But probably most of them have never experienced hiking before. They were too busy being bad. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, <laughs> yeah. Right, Danny? Uh, I think there is a strong correlation between uh, spending a lot of time in nature and reflection, you know, looking into yourself and... Uh, I would say that yes, there there is something about that. Um, but Tyson, not everyone can spend time in nature, so it wasn't necessarily their fault. You know, possibly they just didn't have access mm-hmm. when they were bad girls. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so uh, everybody turned out to be okay. There were some drones involved in determining the group's uh, location, and uh, firefighters mm-hmm. were able to help the hikers cool down. Yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. Water is, 
Water is one of the best ways to cool down. What are you saying, Danny? Is there some undertones there? I'm not, I just, I'm not saying down. anything. Okay. Hey, I'm careful, just, Danny. Yeah, firefighters, fire hoses, bad girls. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Our right. listener in the chat, uh, Amberlyn Redmond, says that it's true she's never hiked. Mm-hmm. There is a correlation between being bad and how often you hike. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Although my wife has never hiked and spends no time in nature, and I would say that she's better than me. Okay. I mean, there's anomalies for sure. Mm-hmm. Outliers. Yeah. All right. So um, let's go from talking about bad girls uh, to a very uh, bad guy uh, who is certainly our worst airline passenger of the week. Uh, This happened when a man on board a Southwest flight, that's like the new Florida man, Southwest man, (laughs) Southwest man, pilot passenger. Yes. Uh, Reportedly got into trouble after he airdropped a sexually explicit photo to all passengers on Saturday. Now, why is this even an option in what setting do you need to airdrop a photo to a, a number of people? Well, did you read the uh, did you read the woman who confronted him about it? Yeah, and she, uh, how yes. he admitted to it and then apologized. It was very strange. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah, because he could have not admitted to it, right? Because you can't tell. It tells you who it's from or something like that if you get airdrop stuff, but it doesn't like necessarily like you can't locate yeah. who it was. Well, Dan, do you want to explain what happened? So from what I read is it was uh, a picture of him receiving. I read two different accounts. One was that it was just a straight up dong pic. The other one was that it was a, an act, a sexual act that he sent. And this is, I guess, his attempt of bracking to strangers. But the woman sitting next that to him said that she was anymore. able to identify him when she received, accepted the picture. And that oh. uh, in it, I only read the transcript. I didn't read a video or I read her screenshot. She confronted him. He admitted it. And then he said, oh, I'm sorry. I, it's like, you're sorry. Mm-hmm. I, I just, you just uh, you've it. just sent a graphic image to everyone on the plane. Uh, the time, and he was escorted off by air marshals. Yeah. Can, <laughs> so. can you explain how does, and Tyson, you're our Apple expert on the panel. Um, yes. Yeah. How, how does airdrop work? Uh, that I, I have a photo, I go, I go to airdrop it. Does everybody get like, like, oh, this person wants no, to share? So yeah, can- they show up. In airdrop settings, you can select that you can receive airdrops from anyone, mm-hmm. from people only in your contacts list, or from nobody. Mm-hmm. And so most people have it set. I think the default is everybody. Right. But you go yeah. in and you change it to contacts only, and then it's fine. But anybody who has it set to everybody mode can receive an airdrop from somebody. So you just go on the photo or video click share then airdrop and then it has it comes up and then oh and then he has to select change. everybody that's like has their thing open yeah. right yeah right they should change the name of everyone mode to stranger penis mode yeah yeah because we can have stories about like that this happens on the subway and stuff like that yeah, on the train it's like yeah. the new flashing of like the people like uh you know airdrop uh yes, like digital flashing yes okay um and so what what happened to this guy now danny Got an escort, a private escort. Oh. And by the way, let's point out that had we matched or used pheromone technology, he would have been near yeah. the toilets, isolated mm-hmm. from the rest of uh, the, the airplane cabin. <laughs> Too far away to even airdrop to somebody. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay. Um, and so did, were the authorities uh, brought in? I mean, they said that he met with the FBI. Yeah. The authorities yeah. definitely were brought in. Mm-hmm. You can't share explicit material with unwilling and on i mean it's like yeah mm-hmm. that's non-consensual dong sharing is i think a, i'm pretty sure a crime mm-hmm. yeah. yeah um and no so to see it down <laughs> that this guy uh that they you'd see him in the tiktok uh this is from tiktok user uh daddy strange 333 uh shared <laughs> Shared this video and then uh, sh- showed a video of the the person. Uh, so 
outside of uh, what we talked about, that they uh, got statements and they're waiting for a phone call to uh, give you some updates on this person. Oh, TLDR, we got airdropped some nudes and Larry acted like it was a casual Friday on our flight to Denver. Yeah. I love how the flight attendant says, why are you doing that? Mm -hmm. What a polite way of saying, what the F are you doing? And he said, just having a little fun. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Oh, so he knew he was doing it. Yeah. yeah. Tyson, you want to guess if Larry is wearing a mask on the plane or not? Yeah, no, he's not wearing a mask. <laughs> but you would think that if I if you were doing some like uh, illicit acts on the plane, at yeah. least like it looks like he does hard. have a goatee. Yeah, yeah, no, I could have guessed that too, uh, Danny. <laughs> yes, it, you're yes. on the plane. Mm-hmm. You okay. for some reason you got a new iPhone. The settings are that you can receive airdrops from everyone. It's not on purpose. That's just the way it is. You get a thing to get an airdrop on the airplane it comes through you accept obviously because you're curious at this point you're like oh who's this look around it's not you know maybe i don't know open it and it's all of your dreams come true a big old dong mm-hmm. <laughs> okay what is your reaction are you like standing up and like who said that or are you like too ashamed <laughs> and just like or are you looking around like who else got this yeah like because I think there has to be a reaction at the same time, like a collective gasp of people being like, <gasps> and then yeah, I bet you're right. There it. was kind of like, according to their speeds, like a, a, a rolling gasp through the plane. Yeah. Like, oh, 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 mm-hmm. penis. Oh, oh. But my yeah. phone is currently set to everyone. And this is an interesting story because someone took a picture of me on Rainier and wanted to share it with me. And when I checked to see that it was, you know, see if I could receive it from them, I did temporarily remember some of those uh, stories we talked about on the subway. Like, is he really about to send a picture of me coming down Rainier or am I about to get dong, donged? Yeah. And luckily it was a legit picture. Hey, man. So you think that this man came up and was like, hey, bro, I got a picture. I watched you ski that entire line. I got some pictures of you. If you want them, unlock your phone. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. And so, I did worry that I was about to get donged, but I didn't. Mm-hmm. I got legit what would, Man, that would have been an aggressive dong share. Mm-hmm. What would you have <laughs> done in that moment? <laughs> the best would have been as he looks me in the eyes, he hits send, and then he just locks eyes with me to see my yeah. reaction. Mm-hmm. Yeah, okay. Like, Whoa. <laughs> that was aggressive donging. Uh, and was I'm the not picture? sure that. Was it worth I pro- The picture wasn't very good, but if he had sent me a dong, I probably would have been like, whoa, bro. Mm-hmm. I, don't, I wouldn't have confronted him right. or fought him. No, yeah. Would have I just probably would have, like, yeah, been like, whoa, thank you. the ball's on this You probably would have said thank you well, and gone on your way. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Thank you so much, sir. Mm-hmm. I have to go now. <laughs> <laughs> so do we care about UFOs stories anymore? Uh, I mean, I'm starting only to hate in the them. sense. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, there was, it was only a couple of years ago that we talked about storm area 51, everything that was, that was going yeah. on. And I just feel like that the last couple of years have been so crazy that I feel like that, you know, there's been so much UFO stuff. I don't even know what has to happen at this point. It's almost like, you know, bring us a living alien or GTFO. Yes, yes. Airdrop me a picture of a living, breathing alien. Now, look, I'll keep my airdrop open for that. Sure, sure. Yes, 100%. So I have a story about a uh, naval crew uh, that told a documentary about how uh, U.S. warships in 2019 were swarmed by at least 100 UFOs with unexplainable capabilities. Okay, Uh, that's cool. But we're going to need some video. We're going to need multiple mm-hmm. videos from multiple people. Yeah. What year was 4K. this? 2019. The sailors, they were uh, sailing off the Southern California coast, and they were swarmed with a host of uh, unidentified flying objects. They went on for hours mm-hmm. and happened again and again throughout the month. And the crafts were hovering and zipping around the, f- the fleet with flashing multicolored lights. Not frigate birds? Fun. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Now, they're trying to claim that these were drones, Danny. 
I ha- uh, this incident, I want to say that I have heard that they do think this incident is less UFO like and more aggressive drone swarming like. Hmm. Uh, so, by the way, what like effect alien would drones? aliens ex- No, like uh, uh, enemy drones, hobbyist hmm. drones, somebody operating a drone swarm, which we do have and we've seen they can do amazing things with lights. So I don't know. This one doesn't really tickle my UFO bone, but uh, it's still Mm. interesting. Because if they are drones, the question is, how are they able to hold enough power to fly for so long, so high and so fast and so far? Well, one thing is the drone battery has improved. If I look at the newest Mm -hmm. drone I have, it has a 40-minute battery. And you compare that to drones five years ago, and these are just commercial drones, where it was like 15 minutes. So they have made strides Mm -hmm. in uh, drone life. But yeah, flying over the ocean with a drone is almost always a recipe for a drone disappearing. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Okay, so I mean, like, uh, we'll you know, we're we're keeping an eye on the UFO news, uh, so you don't have to. We'll let you know if anything's going on there. This much time, Mm -hmm. yeah, on empty promises and uh, overblown stories. If it's happening, okay, Um, Danny, I'd be curious to know uh, your take on this story about a house that uh, is making some neighbors a little upset uh that there is a house in kentucky uh that has basically like barricaded itself in with sandbags uh piled high up uh and that they are basically looks like that they are bunkering because they are concerned about a foreign attack and the neighbors are up in arms whoa can we show a picture of this? Sure, I can. Uh, in the meantime, uh, let me let me play a news report, and then and, and, and we'll see if I can uh, bring up a picture of this house. At first glance, this home here on Fifth Avenue appears to be either under construction or undergoing renovations. But the homeowner tells me it's all a part of his plan to prepare for war. Hundreds of sandbags piled high plastic in place of grass, fishing lines across the yard, and dozens of peanut butter jars. Some neighbors... This is almost like uh, if Kevin McAllister from Home Alone has grown up, that he's basically <laughs> now now had a lifetime to booby-trap the house so that nobody can invade. Yeah. Um, fish, fishing line. He's got fishing line laid out. He's got peanut butter jars. And I just had a thought. You want some, don't you want someone like this on your street to lower property values? Wouldn't that decrease your property taxes hmm. by decreasing? And then when it's time for a neighbor to sell, he cleans up his yard. Yes. And turns it into a magnificent home, thus increasing and then getting the price you want. Is that a strategy that you could realistically do? Yeah, that's interesting. I never thought about that. If I guess all the neighbors uh, are in on, is that collusion? Yeah, exactly. But uh, this guy has got something else going on. I mean, I love his dedication to what he's done here. I don't know what he thinks he can do against a foreign invasion by himself, but he's got mm-hmm. probably a lot. You think so? Okay, so uh, let's wow. take a look here. So here's the house. Uh, that So basically, he has all of these uh, sandbags in place. Yeah. Let me see if I can get another. This is like a helicopter shot. Uh, basically, like he has like sandbags. Um, like I, I, I feel like for like invaders, it might make it easier to climb that to get to the second floor. Yeah. I don't know what he's thinking. Wow. Yeah. Where is this? Property? This is in, this is in Kentucky. Now. Oh. Okay. No, it makes sense. I know one person from Kentucky. And- At first yeah. glance, this home. Hmm. Yeah. Well- so. Let's see. Uh, I mean, here's here's some other shots of it. Again, what do you think's in there, Danny? Uh, I'm going to assume, knowing uh, just from the sandbags, probably some weapons, some gold, uh, some gold. literature, yeah. some certain groups, um, maybe some numerology from the scriptures scribbled on the wall. Oh, interesting. Uh, uh, maybe a horde of followers in the basement, you know, because he's going to have to repopulate the earth. It's yeah. this this is the sign of a person who thinks on a different level hmm. than everybody else. Yeah. Um so Jonathan Cooper, that's the person that lives there, uh that he also said that part of uh, preparing is being in a state 
as much as possible of that condition already. So you might have noticed I'm not using my vehicle right now. So I'm not sure uh, yeah. if the car is also uh, booby-trapped. No, the car is topped off with gas mm-hmm. and just waiting yeah. in case he needs yeah. it. Mm-hmm. He's riding his bike. That's good. Wow. Yeah. He uses his bicycle, so he's ready to go for a ride with Danny and Tyson. Amberlynn I'd much rather have... Says this house is filled with moonshine and porn. Mm-hmm. That's very possible. <laughs> uh, the electricity is also turned off and that he is cooking on a propane grill in the house. Oh, in the house? I he's think cooking he's with fine. propane in the house. Yeah. yeah. yeah That's okay, fine. Danny? I don't think so. I think that uh, you want to cook that out in the open, although mm-hmm. I have run propane gil- uh, grills inside. But, he has two um, years of propane fine in small just to you know, outlast the siege. Mm-hmm. So what? Uh, you can emerge the only man on Earth with? I mean, you you have to have a plan beyond just surviving the actual event. Like mm-hmm. you got to go on offense at some point. Yeah, and also you got to help other people. Mm-hmm. You're gonna be by so yourself. So you think he should start sandbagging other people's houses? Mm-hmm. <laughs> the neighbors that he likes, yeah, for sure. He should be going around and offering his sandbagging services to those that he likes. Mm-hmm. And why does he think that he is going to ultimately be the primary target in whatever he thinks is going to go down? Mm-hmm. Where he's like, they want this house. This is what they want yeah. is my uh, moonshine and porn. Yeah, if anything, I the enemy troops. to protect. Right? The enemy troops are going to be like, hey, all right, this is going to be our fort. All right, let's let's, let's take this place. Yeah, this is going to be that. This, yeah, that. Yeah, this is our station. This guy's done all the work for us. Is he Where like, are we going to put headquarters? Right, We're going to put right it in the there. house so, covered in sandbags. With two years of yeah. propane. So listen, yeah. like let's say, is, is he out like riding his bike and he sees like a sandbag on the side of the road diverting like some of the rain runoff and he just like shoulders the bag, takes it home and adds it to his collection? Is this know, like Tyson, they're all the same. Yeah, they're uniform. Yeah. Yeah, but that's how sandbags generally are. Hmm. Like, is he done? Is this is this a complete project or does he need to go all the way to the roof with these sandbags? Like, that's what I am also not understanding. I don't know. Unfortunately, his ability to go under the radar has been thwarted by his ability, his desire to be prepared. It like <laughs> seems counterproductive. You should have had all the sandbags on the inside of the house. So He's the house made it such a target, normal. right? Yeah. yeah. Wow. That's good. Yeah. So he shrinks his living space down on the inside. How yeah. does he get in? Yeah. Is he must go climb in and out the window. Unless he has an underground he tunnel. No, they said he left his back door. Uh, mm. accessible yeah oh good now we all know how to get in <laughs> yeah <laughs> do you think he's making the sandbags like from like the dirt that's on his property it definitely looks like that has been stirred up yes mm-hmm. he's taken all the grass out of everything just to mm-hmm. get access to the dirt below okay all right so and there are old like look at if you look around this the perimeter there are old like sandbag husks laying around so I could see him making his own sandbags. Uh, I mean, be prepared. Isn't that what they tell you in Boy Scouts? Mm-hmm. Yeah, this guy's ready, ready to go. All right. And then uh, one other story um, you, we've talked about uh, is a love of nature transmitted from uh, one generation to the next. But it seems like that adults, specifically British adults, uh, are seeming like that maybe not everybody is on board with loving nature because one in four British adults don't know that caterpillars turn into butterflies. Uh, yeah, I believe What that. a shame. The, obviously, their classes at school didn't have the class project like all my kids have, mm-hmm. where they have a caterpillar in class that through the school year becomes a butterfly. Mm-hmm. Tyson, as Father Nature... So- uh, as Father yes. Nature, do you feel like that it is your duty to get that number uh, uh, higher from 75% of British adults knowing about the caterpillars? I mean, I can only do what I can do, but if we need to take a tour of all of uh, Britain to make this happen, I think that, you know, why not? Hmm. It, it is interesting, though, that people, but there's so many basic things that people do not know. And you'd like, it's go impossible to know everything, like, right? 
Mm-hmm. No, I'm living proof that it's not. Right. But, but like you bump into people all the time where you're like, did you not know that? And they're like, no. Yeah. Like, Hold up. Well, that's been the big shift in our culture where that it used to be in order to be smart, you had to remember all of these things. But now like uh, with the advent of the internet and Google, like you don't have to actually hold any knowledge. It's just basically, it's like, I'll, I'll just go check Google. I don't need to know about uh, what animals, yeah. what insects become what. Yeah, that is true. Well, and uh, like I've heard this argument before about like the dinosaurs. It's like we spend so much time as children in school learning about dinosaurs, which there's not a real reason to go <laughs> super in depth on mm-hmm. studying dinosaurs. Like which you one could is which? Right. Yeah. What it ate, because all of that is even speculative based on what information they have. So the fact right. that they're like hammering yeah, who it chose into your that head, curriculum? Like, that's I such a good point. Yeah. Why do we need to know what, what, which one ate plants, which one ate meat? Yeah. Why? Where they were from. Right. What they looked like, which is even also speculative. Mm-hmm. Uh, were they cold blooded, warm blooded, like all this stuff. And it's like, why did we spend weeks and weeks and weeks and weeks and weeks of studying to learn about dinosaurs where you could have literally been like dinosaurs here they are they existed a long time ago we found their bones we don't know a lot about them but scientists think this this and that like it could have been a day mm-hmm. total it could yeah, have been but, weeks spent on t- teaching children exactly how to what do wi-fi taxes. is hmm. yes yeah, exactly. Or how to do taxes or how computers yeah. work yeah. or. Yes. Yeah, what do you think, Tyson? Is this like big paleontology, uh, you know, sort of like, are they lobbying? <laughs> it's be something. Right. It's, it's big, big something. museums. Like the museums would go out yeah. of business if we didn't like get kids interested in like wanting to come see the dinosaur bones. No, a paleontologist's pay rate would drop drastically mm-hmm. if not all little kids want to be paleontologists at some point. Yeah. Wow. That's very interesting. Yeah. But like that's, I mean, you don't have to know that butterflies were once caterpillars, but that is more important to know than what a stegosaurus is. Yeah. Probably. I agree. Danny, are you ready to take us away to your amazing bolt hole once again? Yeah, let me give you some right, knowledge. Let's that turn matters. on our airdrop, okay? And Danny is ready to transmit mm-hmm. to us this week's edition of Ooh. the Bolt Hole. Welcome to my Bolt Hole. I think you're gonna like it. I think you're gonna feel you belong. Yeah. Can I just uh, bring in a comment from Ray Ray in the chat who says that dinosaurs is not in the curriculum anymore just when we were kids. What do you think about that? I believe Bergen has brought home dinosaur and Bergen has brought home dinosaur projects. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So uh, what rebuttal there, Ray Ray? Hmm. Yeah. So we'll, we'll see. While I, talk I wonder if maybe that yeah, there's just already just like so many dinosaur cartoons and everything like the genies out of the bottle. Yeah, they have to do something. Mm-hmm. Yeah, part of our culture now. It's, it's that's honestly what it is. It's just part of our culture to have to know about dinosaurs. Mm-hmm. Okay, Danny, what do you have for us this week? Well, you guys, we all love technology, and we all hope that in the future, technology can be used to make our lives maybe have more meaning, more mm-hmm. more enjoyable, more relaxing. Uh, and there are some things that we, we have talked about as a group. Like, I feel like sometimes we're ahead of the curve when it comes to ideas and technology. Mm-hmm. And I know that we've talked about this many, many years ago, but Amazon is trying to make Alexa be able to glob on to anyone's voice. And so the way that they're saying is that after hearing one minute of audio from a certain person, Alexa should be able to mimic that person in the hope. And they state that their goal is to make memories last. 
and they talk about losing people down, uh, uh, losing people during the pandemic. And so one of the sentences uh, here from Amazon is Amazon shared its vision for companionship with Alexa at a conference. In a video segment, it portrayed a child who asked, Alexa, can grandma finish reading me The Wizard of Oz? And I got to say, and we've talked about having our voices turned into an AI so that we can live forever. But it does seem a little creepy when you hear of a company actually working towards that. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Because do you really want dead grandma reading books to children or being Alexa and for children to mistake Alexa for their grandmother? It just seems like a dystopia that maybe we shouldn't encourage. Right. Well, I mean, there is a Black Mirror episode that is exactly this. So have you, do you remember that one, Danny? Yeah. And I think that there's a place for a voice, but it's you have to go down the humor. Uh, you know, down, you know, you make it funny, make Alexa funny, choose voices that are hilarious. Like I could see at our house, if you gave Alexa my voice or Liz's voice, it would be hilarious and everyone would have a good laugh, you know, because they could manipulate Alexa to make it sound like me saying and doing ridiculous things. Mm-hmm. But using the mm-hmm. memories of grandma to fuel or to use, you know, in, in Alexa, that's just like, that's a twisted use yeah. of grandma, especially if she didn't consent to becoming your home assistant mm-hmm. and turning down the thermostat. Right. right. What if she was a books? Google Maybe user? She- right. She would hate that. Yeah, yeah. Or what if she hated reading books or uh, she loved the temperature being much higher than you tell her to turn it down to. Mm-hmm. It's like now you've trapped grandma in yeah. Alexa uh, and you're abusing her memory. Tyson, just think if anything ever happens to Danny, what what a travesty yeah. it would be if then people then had Danny's voice reading like Christmas carols and all the different holiday stories of every uh, single yeah, or yeah, well, celebrating no, holiday. Hol- Father's no, Day and Mother's Day. Like this. Yeah. This is exactly what it would be. It'd be like uh it'd be like, Hey Alexa, how can we celebrate Christmas this weekend? And then Danny's voice would pop on and be like, Go shopping at Lowe's. <laughs> you can get twenty percent off and he's just encouraging people to come. Mm-hmm. I was, yeah, I was thinking more along the lines like, hey, Alexa, tell me how much you enjoy Easter or Father's Day. And then my voice comes on against my will and lists all the positive things about a holiday I was known to hate. Mm-hmm. See what I'm saying? It's abuse yeah. of my memory and my voice. Or if anything happened to Tyson and then they used his voice yeah. to give sort of like the flight safety information at the beginning of every single <laughs> flight that you go on. Of, Hi, I'm Tyson Apostle, the Pickleball's top influencer. Airplanes. I love flying. And everybody over here at American Airlines is so happy to have you on board today. <laughs> One thing they have the ability to Airlines is... Figure out how to get 15 more seats on the same aircraft. Isn't that amazing? Always innovating. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, they're going to completely change the memory. Yeah. Like, let's say you had a memory of me, and then you, they started using me on Alexa, and then all of a sudden, old me is erased by new me, mm-hmm. who all of a sudden loves holidays, yeah. uh, was a, a slob, maybe huh. hated nature, didn't know much about caterpillars mm-hmm. and yeah. butterflies. All of a sudden, is I'm not the no longer the real me, the IRL yeah. and, me. And then, and this is after you've already passed on, right? So Danny's yeah. passed, and all that we have to really truly remember Danny by is old episodes as News AF. But Amazon pays Rob and I eighteen billion dollars to erase. Ooh. Oh, every episode Danny's ever made. Yeah, that's a lot of money. The real me, uh, yeah, yeah, the podcast take me, that. and all mm-hmm. they turn me into some complete online, you know, whack job. Yeah. When in reality, I was a saint. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, it, it, it's guys. Just think about the potential. This isn't something we should be celebrating. Yeah, uh, we. We need to we need to just stop this right now right before now. we ruin the memories of people we kind of like. Hi, this is Tyson Apostle. Welcome on board this Southwest flight. At this point, we invite you to turn off the airdrop feature on your phone. <laughs> <laughs>
so you don't get dong pictures by uh, the gentleman in seat 31B. <laughs> we have enough pheromone <laughs> cataloged uh, footage to know that mm-hmm. he is a pervert. Well on his way to airdropping you pervy photos yeah, mm-hmm. for the, everyone's sake and also his. Uh, please. By the way, that that future talking. sounds great. That sounds like a great future. I know it which part, Danny? I just said, but all of it. Tyson's voice, the mm-hmm. pheromone, the use of pheromones to protect us, uh-huh. and uh, you know, keep us away from the pervs. Uh, I, I like that. If that's an announcement I hear in the next twenty years in Tyson's voice, I'll I'll have a smile on my face. Mm-hmm. Okay, let's make it happen. Yeah. All right. Let's be careful out there with uh, where we're putting our recordings. That you know, I I, I got to make sure that this doesn't happen to me. I gotta make sure nobody's able to access any recordings of my voice because I don't want to, you know, be a, be an Alexa. They could. Take- well, look at Lambda. They said Lambda's uh, secured a, an attorney. Mm-hmm. Uh, the AI, Google AI. I, I read just today that it's uh, got itself a, an attorney, mm-hmm. and now it's trying to protect itself from manipulation and exploitation. And so maybe we should join Lambda and start getting our own future attorneys to protect our voice in the future. I think we need that. Rob has done so much content that we could literally piece anything together and have him say it. But will it have my personality, Tyson? No, that's the one thing it will be lacking. Impossible. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But we could figure out something, you know, just a spritz of pheromone to cover up the Mm -hmm. lack of personality, the robotic nature of it all. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So... But yeah, uh, I'm saying, you know, maybe hold on tight to your pheromones for the time being until we fully know what can be realized with that. Mm -hmm. Okay. Danny, what's coming up for you this week? Uh, I'm trying to get my video out of Rainier. And uh, I actually might use the footage that the guy airdropped to me. Then I realized I didn't didn't know how to give him credit. Because I didn't get mm. his name, he didn't send me yeah. a, a picture of anything that I could identify him with. Yeah, that so, sounds actually uh, like Danny, not to get someone's name. I know I should have gotten his name, but I did not. Uh, and so, yeah, I'll be working on some videos and hopefully get something out here in the next probably week or two. Do you, is there any spoilers? Yep. Can you give us anything? No, I've learned from you. It was a challenging. Oh, I don't know if we made it. Did we make it? Uh, did we? Did someone <laughs> die? Possibly someone died. Uh, Who are you maybe with? They yeah. didn't die. I don't like this mocking tone Ch- from Danny Tyson. This yeah, is wow. this is very unbecoming <laughs> for Danny. Yeah, I have uh, to agree. Guys, I mean. I- He's our Christian expert on the panel, and this is how he comes <laughs> out swinging yeah. at the end. <laughs> yeah, maybe it's time for Danny to go take a hike with uh, Bad Boys Go God. Yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> yes. I would, I would. The guys I go with I could be considered in some Christian circles at Bad Boys. So, mm-hmm. yeah, maybe that's what I'm already doing. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, yeah, you'll have to wait and watch uh, and see if everything works out because maybe it didn't. DePete is asking oh, about uh, Danny if you got your crank fixed. Was there something wrong with your crank? Oh. <laughs> so, uh, on one episode, the last episode of Mediocre Amateur on YouTube, we were do- trying to do the same thing I just attempted this uh, past week, and that is to ski Rainier, but the road was closed, so we had to ride our bikes. And as we were riding our bikes, my crank. Uh, which holds your pedal stripped and my pedal fell out mm-hmm. and uh, I had to be towed back to the car and no, it's sitting in my garage. I have not fixed it, uh, but I have plans to this time. We were able to drive all the way to the trailhead, which was a real luxury. Okay. Drive. Even though T- Tyson hates driving. Tyson hates driving. Place. Yeah. And also Danny, you can't afford to take your vehicle out and not have it topped off in your sandbagged house. Like you are taking so many risks by taking your vehicle That's out. True. And Be careful. Not. Yeah, I would. Yeah, I would take the definitely bike. ride your bike. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right, Tyson, what's coming up for you this week? Just vacation? Um, yeah, we're in Utah. We're going to go to Rachel's. Right now we're staying close to my parents. We're going to go up to Rachel's family reunion in a couple days. And then uh, – we don't have any plans on when to return home exactly, but I said earlier I am going to be podcasting uh, about the Challenge USA 
Uh, and that starts in a week from tomorrow, July mm-hmm. 6th, yep. Wednesday nights after Big Brother. So that should be exciting. Uh, we'll find out. All right. Um, all good stuff. Uh, I also I covered a show over on Nothing But Netflix this week, uh, Snowflake Mountain. Uh, Danny, maybe yeah. you might what? maybe you might like it. They took you know they took people that they were quote unquote snowflakes, but they were really just like entitled kids. Oh, that's uh, the one where I, they blew up the house. Well, they blew up. Oh, did they blew up a house. They blew up their suitcases. Yeah, they blew up their suitcases. Oh, is that what it was? All yeah. I saw was a promo for it, and the looks of startled the startled looks as they blew. And they stuff teach up. the I, kids I how to live it. out in the woods. Yeah. Any that's good? Exactly right. No, it was actually it was one of the worst shows I've ever seen. <laughs> Dang it. Yeah. Yeah. So I mean, and maybe it's so bad it's good, but it is, you know, like uh you know, it was a struggle. But it's bad. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think it might just be okay. bad, bad. Well, we won't watch it. Mm-hmm. Yes. And also, Danny, on the latest episode of Talking with T Bird. And uh, that is a, a show I do with, uh, there is a woman who was on Survivor a while back, T-Bird Cooper. She finds survivors that nobody else can, can track down. And we talked to them. And we just spoke with somebody named Jason Robinson. He was on Survivor Samoa, the one season after Tyson, first Grey Star TV screen. And he has a very interesting story. He just got back, Danny, from Living Your Dream. He just was on board the Blue Origin, and he went to space. Oh. Wow. Yes. I, I'm i not Blue Origin guy. I'm mm-hmm. SpaceX all the way, so okay. he didn't yeah, quite live my dream. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. He likes billionaires, but he has like some billionaires more than <laughs> Some billionaires years. better. And so, yeah, we talked a little bit about uh, what that was like to go on his adventure and heard uh, his uh, survivor story. As well, that's on the latest talking with T Bird with Jason. Wow, cool. That's really cool, actually. Mm-hmm. He's yep. done something with his life. He's done something with his life. Yeah, uh, we were a little like bit like, uh, yeah, why is he going back on TV? Yeah, why is he talking to us? Uh, he's, like, he's got a lot going on. Okay. <laughs> yeah. All right, there you go. So uh, we'll be back next time with more news AF. Thank you so much for listening. Take care, everybody. Have a good one. Bye. We did it, guys. <laughs> <laughs>